0: All right, everybody, we're back. Well, we're back. For you, this will be, I don't know when this episode will air, actually, because I'm like, uh, this is the first Star Trek episode I'm recording after the Game of Thrones season. So it's been uh, since July since I've recorded a um, Star Trek Next Generation episode. Uh, There has been, there were some in the bank, though. And then also this new Star Trek season. So I don't really know when this one's going to come out, but it's been a while for me. And tonight I'm gonna to be talking about season two, episode nineteen, Manhunt. And believe it or not, I picked this by the album cover or the album art in uh, on, on Amazon. You know, I've been scrolling through these episodes quite a lot when I'm recording these because I watch the episodes so many times, and I always forget what's like I said, what season and what episode was the one I was watching. And so I like and this one always caught my eye because it had Doctor Pulaski with these two um, beings that looked like they were inside of their own portable shower curtains. And they also looked kind of like a silvery version of uh, the card soldiers from um, Alice in Wonderland a little bit. And I always said, what was that about? Like, what's that episode? I didn't even know it was called Manhunt. Until one day I said, I'm going to watch that episode with Pulaski. Uh, like, like almost like if you, like if you're making a Halloween costume where you're in the shower and you use a long silver, whatever that stuff's called, uh ribbon, but it's, I think there's another term for it. And like, that's how you make your costume. That looks like a shower, but it's shiny. Like either looks like flowing water. I don't know. Whatever you do, it's what these creatures. And then they had fish faces so that's how I chose it, and it ended up being quite the quite an interesting episode. It has Troy's mother and uh, so so let's get it started here. Let's see. Uh enough exclam- exclamations. Yeah, Captain's like 428592 and T D three they're in a thing around. It's a green Jupiter like planet. Picard's in formal dress and uh, he goes to the transporter room. O'Brien Wharf, uh, Pulaski and Wesley are waiting there. Mr. Crusher, he calls him. He said, Hey, why don't you come by Mr. Crusher? Uh not many people have seen an Antedian in the flesh. And uh what does that say? And Pacific. I don't know. They come in, they energize in and I put WTF uh in the flight. Uh my notes are in that Picard is like uh, Wesley says, What are they okay, sir? Because they're in some sort of uh they travel by, uh, like, they get put into a sleep state uh, is how they like to travel. A catatonic state, maybe that's what my notes say. That's how they deal with the seats being so small. And Wesley says, we're going to revive them. And Picard says, not until we're closer to the conference in three days in Pacifica. And Pulaski scans them, and she says, yeah, I'm going to make some adjustments for the sick bay. he put them there. But, uh, O'Brien, can you storm in the transporter room? And he says, oh, yeah, and then what, they have a c- container that looks like it would hold cold beer and soda, but in it is their food, which looks like chips of uh, a giant water chestnuts and some sort of glop, uh which they, I guess they eat when they wake up. And then Worf has a little comedic humor. He says, uh, he looks at them. He kind of closes his eyes. He says, what a handsome race. Uh, let's see what else I have here. Silver curtains, uh, fish. Oh, so a little bit. They're a little bit slea stacky, too. Uh, Crusher. Then they go to the bridge. Uh, I'm afraid everybody's names. Riker gives give says Wesley, what do you think? Wesley says weird. And Data says you shouldn't judge books by a cover. And they say we got a small vessel coming in. And Troy stands up in a panic. She says, "Oh boy." And they say, "What's the matter?" And she says, "What is she doing here?" And they bring up this screen, and they got a shuttle pilot who has a VIP passenger, and she pushes her way on the screen, and she's like, uh, uh, Troy says mother, uh, Lachwana, Lachswana, Lachwana, Lachwana, Troy, of the fifth house of the sacred chalice of Re, heir to the holy rings of the Batazed, uh, full ambassador status, uh, she goes you look good okay you're glad you dressed up and uh uh, Troy says please don't do this to me and she says don't worry little one and she goes oh John look what nasty thoughts you're having about me but how wonderful you think of me like that and then Riker and Troy look at Picard like dude are you serious uh that was when I was watching let me see what else I have in the notes uh Wesley had his game face on at first as like, he was trying to look tough when they were first, the Antedians first came in. Uh, saw it sounds weird. They're going to storm in the transport room for a few hours. Uh, they put moving ginger sh- snaps. Uh, what the F uh, ginger chips. I think I meant wharf stairs. Great trick. Uh, what a handsome race. Then we saw a plane in the ship again. Then the bridge and Riker quizzes away. I said, Data drops some knowledge. uh, And I said, we're being Uh, hailed. Troy stands. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Calling the VIP. Woman pushes the guy out of the way. She's very overdressed. uh, And then she makes a joke after repeating Picard's mind. And Troy looks on in horror. And I put smirk. And then the opening comes. And the opening goes, they walk in the transporter room, Picard, Troy, and Riker, full dress. Uh, Riker's uh, practicing his smiles or something. He's practically all smiles. And Troy's mother, one or whatever, she energizes in with her back to us. She's on her knees, and she stands up. We'll go to the dialogue for the comedy in a minute. She looks at her legs. Then she has a valet there, uh, Bernard or something is uh, a giant uh, and he has a, she has this giant suitcase and then reicher takes this turn it's very very heavy and they have comedy where he carries it down the hall and then we'll catch up let's see she's just coming in and she's looking around she's where are my legs my legs where are my legs and troy's like right under you mother and she doesn't like being transported. She calls Jean-Luc Jean-Luc. Troy says it's Captain Picard, mother. And she also sees the Antedians, which are weird. And this Riker finds this all amusing. He's like, oh, those are Antedian delegates. She says, delegates? Uh, she goes, last time I saw the Antidian, I was, you know, was uh, on a plate or something. And she's very, you know, you can tell her and Troy are, uh, she says, oh, so good to see you. And she says, "Pretty you have very handsome legs." Uh, and then they say, "Beam the valet aboard." And he's from uh, the Munsters, or not the Munsters. Uh, Mick Fleetwood, or Fleetwood- I don't know if it's the same Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. I don't think so. It Could be though. That shows how much I know about things. Uh, but she was talking about how he like used to always uh, chase after her. And she tries to get Ricard to carry it. He says, no, no, I'll let your valet carry it. Uh, And she goes, John, look, I can read your mind. And then Riker decides to carry it, but it's really heavy, as we said. Uh, 840, what is that? Uh, I guess that's a little bit later. Uh, More comedy with Riker picking up the suitcase. And later, uh, the giant picks it up and it's super light, no problem. Let's see, in the hall, they're talking telepathically. Uh, uh, She's like, he's got nice legs. Is he still yours? Uh, And Troy says that humans don't have that kind of relationship with other humans. And she says, well, maybe we'll have to pick up that custom again. And then they go into their guest quarters, which are quite nice. And uh, she invites Picard to a formal dinner. And he leaves. Then she snaps uh, her fingers and she talks with uh, Troy. a dinner of greeting tonight, Captain, an ambassadorial function. Her also, her eyes are all pupil, and I don't know if that's her condition or what, but that was also interesting. She says, "Yeah, he's solid, totally reliable." Once, so she's alone with Troy. And she goes, he's not bad. He's in decent shape. Uh, And Troy goes, I can't believe you're sizing him up like a commodity. And she goes, that's what human men are, uh, dear. She goes, was your father like uh, ever unhappy? She goes, Troy goes, no, no, no. Dad loved you. And Troy goes, I don't think you'll ever do that. Uh, Then the dude, I guess this is 8:40. He brings out a triangle. Oh, then they go to the bridge, 840. Riker's just telling jokes to everybody, like, uh, just inappropriate jokes. He's telling, like, Wes and them about Betazoids. And Worf's kind of got a shaming look, and then Picard walks in on it, and he says, uh, come on, guys, what the heck? And Riker didn't know he came, so he's totally busted. He goes, uh... He goes, we're dealing with an ambassador here. Quit clowning around like this is a, this is like a steamship. This is a freaking spaceship, dude. Treat people with respect. And Riker looks at data and then nods. And then they say, what kind of example are you setting? Then goes, what's up with the Antedians?" And Pulaski says, yeah, I'm working on it, uh. Uh, beta knowledge dropping. Riker was down, dropping Betazoid knowledge. Worf looks on disgust. Pod comes on. Picard comes on and says, gentleman as Riker was laying it on, uh, succulent something, uh, something, something. I don't know, succulent, eccentric, somewhat eccentric. Uh, nods. Pollard, oh, this is Picard Pulaski. He goes, is catatonic and normal state for them. And he says, Hey guys, it's dress in a uniform for dinner. And everybody's like, after he leaves, they're like, What? Uh and there's music. Riker says, Very interesting. Infocards walk in the halls with a blue green like bottle of a drink. He passes uh Blasky. he goes, Doctor, you go into this dinner? And she goes, What I don't know, I'm already full. He's like, WTF? and we really get a lot of comedy out of this valet because he played like the not the monsters the adams family giant uh like uh just seen the adams family movie i can't think of the name right lurch uh maybe lurch is in the other one but he hands him the bottle and the dude pounds it uh like an entire bottle of liquor and he's kind of that's his gag he drinks a lot uh and Picard's stunned. He's like one second he goes that's actually uh but the giant doesn't really talk, he only stares and nods and grins. Uh and he says, Where is everyone? And the guy just shakes his head and then he points over and Lakwana Lakswana walks in. And It seems like she was like in a nightgown. I said, Is that a nightgown she's in? Uh and then she kind of t- talks seduction, we'll do that, uh, uh, and then 1210 something comes up um yeah he points at Picard goes when's everybody getting here and he points at Picard and points at her he's a blue too she goes hey Jean-Luc uh don't mind if I do come, surprise like she's standing next to orchids too Picard gulps uh and purses his lips and you know, then they go to an ad and then they come back there at dinner and they're talking, uh, she says, a toast to Earthmen, who, despite their many faults, have a unique ability to charm women of all races. And we get good window action outside the window with window street, like star streaks. Uh, and she goes, goes, well, thanks. Uh, it's a big responsibility, I guess. Hardy, har, har. And they're kind of drinking martinis and they're having like an amuse-bouche, uh. And like goes, I know what you're thinking. And Ricard goes, really? And she goes, you're wondering if I'm single or not. Uh, and he goes, no. She goes, don't worry, Jean-Luc. Uh, she takes his hand, and she says, competition brings out the best best in human males. And Ricard's really uncomfortable. He says, uh, uh, you know, like I like I prefer an Indiana Jones style date. Uh, he goes, I didn't. Uh, he goes, I thought this was a, like a state dinner. I thought everybody would be here. And she goes, never assume anything when you're dealing with me. Then she starts playing footsie with him. And he tries to move his leg out of the way. And she goes, strange. Uh, and uh, she goes, I'm not really hungry. She goes, I don't know why I lost my appetite. I don't know. Uh, she goes, any ideas? Uh, then there's a gong. And Ricard goes, uh, oh, we forgot to give thanks for our food. He goes, uh, like, in uh, the meanwhile, the dude, hit, the, her butler hit the gong. He's drinking a mar- martini. And Ricard goes, what kind of, could, could, he goes, what are the rules about uh, saying thanks? He goes, let me call Data down here to give a report. Uh, let's see, tw- oh, 1210 was when we see the star streaks outside. Well, probably not accurate. Is And I put, is that why we don't see those anymore? A dinner for two, they were wearing matching colors. Uh, a cheers, they had some sort of candied fruit for dessert a candied fruit salad. And uh, let's see, Picard tries to pull play. He plays with his silver a lot as a distraction. They had fondue forks. Uh, and then a ch- chime or bell run by the giant. Picard uses this as a moment to throw data in there uh he kind of does a sleep with me episode he says i'll be right down. He go data can you talk uh he was i'll be right down uh and it was like a don't sleep with me sleep with me episode it was like you know don't don't put me to sleep for real put her to sleep please he says yeah to a square root apply to third to nine to a third power he goes that's how you figure out the distance between the omicron system and the crab nebula if the card collapsed he was so fascinating really funny stuff. Uh, uh, like uh, describe oh I was going to describe that it said goes uh, so goes how about that anomalous chemical composition tell that story uh, brown dwarf stars uh, interview data goes oh it's a spellbinding subject he's really picking up the because you heard the rare your your Earth uh, and then he starts talking about different chemical like rocks or something. Uh, then we have Troy and Pulaski in the hall and Pulaski can't give him Troy. She says, your mom's really interested. She goes, well, my mom's going through this condition, uh, uh, kind of like a midlife, uh, phase we call it. Uh, and Pulaski was like, like a human menopause. And she goes, well, more, uh, it's a, a fully, uh, like, uh, an awakening like a spring awakening more. So it's kind of like, uh, And Pulaski goes, huh? She goes, that's interesting. His captain was on the way to her quarters. uh, And she she goes, why'd you do that? And and Pulaski again reveals that she's kind of a pain in the butt. She goes, oh, it's good practice for the doctor to stay ahead of your mother. Uh, Animals always best when hunted or when hunting. Pulaski uh, finds herself very amusing. Then Data's giving like a PowerPoint uh, about star movements. And little one comes in, Diana, and she goes. I uh, hope I'm not interrupting. And Picard goes, No, I got to get back to the bridge right this second. Yeah, she says. The little one, Data, wants to stay and keep going. Picard's like, I got to get out of here. Uh, and Data goes, I could stay here all night. Uh, Picard goes, Thanks for the meal. Uh, and I don't know if they have dessert chimes. Uh, and she just keeps going. That's her little one. Yeah, but, but Troy's not happy. She goes, uh she goes, but her mom's like, He's charming. Oh boy, as charming as your father. And I don't know if there's a going for after dinner drink or because her valet agrees with her or he's just lit and uh, cracking up in the hall. Girl goes, Dave, he really saved my butt back there. He'd like take a break big breath first and he goes, You never know how much I owe you, man, and Dada goes for what? Uh he goes. I, he goes. I got tons of anecdotes like that, man. And Vicar goes later with the anecdotes. data. Keep you know. Keep them in your database. Your database. Uh, and then Troy goes. Mother, how? Why'd you come to here uh, when you're having your awakening? She goes. Well, I was going to Pacific. She goes. No, no. You knew it was going to happen. Then we see the giant uh, drinking a bunch of drinks. And Troy pulls her mother in the hall. She goes. Mother. Uh, she goes, "A little one, I'm gonna enjoy this." Uh, and Troy goes, "No wonder you're dressed uh, uh, so uh, uh, shockingly." And even, she's even sighing a little bit, Troy, at different moments. Uh, she goes, uh, "She goes, I'm gonna pick somebody on this ship." And Troy goes, "Please, Mom, don't embarrass me. This is where I work." Uh, she goes, your, "Your captain was thinking about me nonstop." She roll. Troy rolls her eyes. And then they're having a meeting, and Picard's in shock. He goes, what? She, he, Troy goes, you were thinking about my mom the whole time, huh? And Riker's there. She's, Troy's got her arms crossed. She looks serious. Uh, and Picard goes, your mother's like recall is terrible. And Troy goes, she has the best telep- tele- telep- telepathy on the earth, or telepathy. And Picard goes, your mom's great, but I'm totally not like really into her uh, to be honest with you and Riker's having the time of her life, uh, his, his life. And she, my mom's in her mid, like her awakening phase. And Riker goes, uh, like, uh, yeah, you told me about that. And then she goes, she, she goes, yeah, made you, she goes, you get really awake. Uh, Riker's like really awake. Wait a second. How awake? Uh, and they kind of go, like back and forth and she goes her mother wants my mom wants one partner uh like she wants a monogamous awakening and you're the early favorite and Riker's just cracking up the whole time he goes C- like congratulations sir Riker goes I'm not amused like if a looks sick to his stomach uh really good Riker reactions uh and Picard goes. This just is, just isn't going to be possible. But I can't. How can I do that without uh, um offending her? And Troy goes. Logic's not going to work right now. Uh, this is you got to be ambassadorial. You can't spurn her advances. She'd take it personally. And Picard goes. Well, under the circumstances, maybe I should uh, be less available then. At nineteen oh nine, though, was uh, Picard's. He goes for the rest of the journey. And Riker goes, agreed. 1909, that's Picard's uh, thing. Riker's smile. And then they head down to the uh, holodeck. Picard does. Uh, and he says, you know, set the program for Dixon Hill, San Francisco. And he, like, wipes the brim of his cap. He's got a raincoat on, hands in his pocket, suits. Fully dressed, ready to ready to role play, but not with uh, Loxwana. And he heads to his office. There's a close-up of Picard in his hat and his raincoat. kind of an older show. 312 Dixon Hill private a private eye. Uh, he's in a tie. The doors oh, the enterprise door opens. There's a guy in the lake against it next to a phone. will appear later. He's reading the paper. Picard looks him over, but doesn't think anything. He opens There's just people in his office building reading papers against the wall. It was door. he points at his secretary. He goes, hey, good to see you again. And she goes, she's, d- Dix, uh, you, like, uh, they had a type, they have a typewriter. And she goes, she's, it sounded like business was bad. Because he goes, is he new cases? She goes, we haven't had a new case in, uh, since Bosom Buddies. Uh, and the landlord says, you haven't paid your rent in uh, forever. You owe the moolah. And she goes, you haven't paid me in a month, uh. She goes, I know it's been tough since you were had the tummy ache, but, uh, so there's something we might've missed, uh, Picard goes, well, I better get a case then. And, uh, let's see, rubs, it. Picard goes into the office, takes off his hat, his coat, rubs his hand. He turns on the radio, he puts his feet up, like he's going to kick back, uh, he's like excited to be Dixon Hill. He's got like a maroon suit. Uh, he's very happy and. Uh, then he kicks back. He looks out. Oh, there's a hole in his shoe, or like his shoes worn in. And then we see Troy, and man, she is a mopping. I have to wait till the scene comes up on the video that's playing. Oh, Troy and Mom, she is a, a something. Paper desk. Uh, she's unwrapping something, and uh, she sits with the giant. She calls Troy little one again. Uh, let's see what they really think. Oh, she's, she's dressed in what looks like wrapping paper. It's still attractive, but, uh, it looks like wrapping paper dress. Uh, and Troy goes, he had to go to the holodeck for business. And her mom goes, well, I didn't like him anyway. It's fine. She goes, come on home. Quit pounding drinks. We got to come up with a, like, so it becomes like almost like a rom-com. We gotta. Don't worry, little one. We're gonna do a rom com. I mean, they don't do. They do like kind of a late version. Uh, Then Picard looks out his window. I don't know if it was a TV, but it looks like old San Francisco. And he goes, "Somebody's here to see you." And Picard goes. uh, The guy starts to talk, and Slade Barber, Slade Bender. Picard says, "Excuse me." He turns down the radio. He's so polite. uh, He sits there. He plays dumb. He goes, "What can I do for you?" He's all nonplussed. uh, and uh, then the guy who loses his temper, supercard so dives out of the way and uh, says, Freeze program. And then it, this doesn't make any sense. We'll see what it says. He, another person comes. He said, I'm here to relay more Move AMB ants. That's what it says. I'm here to relay Move or More AMBEEAUNT ants. So I wonder what the first guy wanted to refund. Uh, let's see what, what the next thing says because that doesn't make any sense uh, uh, Picard has his hands in both pockets the old pocket switch I don't know what that means uh, uh, door opens in classic noir computer please oh more ambience uh, Ambiance. oh he says it like that ambience I'm sure he says, uh, like, uh, something different. He dusts off his coat, uh, and he goes, Companion. And then there's this is classic noir character with a crooked hat, a little bit of a scar on his face, mustache, talks tough. And he says, Your private eye, Dick. Uh, and Picard says, That's what it says on his door, my door. Uh, there's a great profile shot, too. Uh, and the guy says, That's supposed to be funny and uh he could dude has bug eyes so because cause if it's supposed to be funny uh i ain't in the mood for funny and he gets throws so he gets his bug eyes picard, bug picard out uh but profile shot of, of of picard in back uh i must have liked that uh picard freezes the program again it uh, clears it they keep trying to reconfigure it but it doesn't work uh like somebody with a Tommy thing. The first guy comes back. The so a supercar leads on the windowsill next to a portrait of FDR, I believe. Uh, and he says, what's up with the computer? The computer says, I'm limited to the Dixon Hill uh, novels. I uh, said, so that was like the kind of Sherlock Holmes problem. Yeah, Then we're at right, 2740. Wharf and Wes uh, are with the silver people. And Worf's arms are crossed. We'll cover the dialogue in a minute. Wes is almost amused. His hands are behind his back. Uh, and they have, he says, even in this state, they have a certain dignity, Worf says, about the Antedians, grateful, grateful, graceful countenance. Wes almost cracks up. He's trying to be, he says, if you say so. And Worf says, is this how you felt when you first saw me? And this is He goes. Wes, he says, yeah, a little bit, I guess. And Wesley goes, but now I know Klingons, and I've come to think that you're handsome for a Klingon. And Worf's like, you got to be kidding me. He goes, he goes, I didn't mean to say it like that. Then like Juanna comes in, she doesn't like the Antedians, uh, but it's important plot point, kind of. She goes, they look better in sauce. Uh, and she goes, Wes, when are they going to revive them? She kind of says, you're a fine boy. A little young, though. When, one day he'll be a man. And Westlake blinks. He gives, like, a doe-eyed look. Uh, she goes, I don't got time for you to mature. And she looks at Worf. She goes, you're very primal. Oh, boy, I like that. Uh, and a man. And Worf goes, I'm not a man, yo. And she goes, well, men are irrational and egotistical. But she goes, I'm kind of into humans, so uh, pity. And Worf doesn't seem, maybe he seems a little hurt that he doesn't get picked. And she goes, who's next, Mr. Hom? Or home, or whatever her, her, her uh, butler's name is, and he kind of indicates to by doing a visor motion. Uh, then, yeah, Wesson, after she leaves, they exchange Weston Wharf, exchange like a FWTF look, uh, like what was all that about? And then they look at the fish people. The immigrant goes to leave his office, he goes, See you, Madeline, she's like frozen, putting on makeup, and then he goes, Activate program 2950 guard pushes some papers aside and sits on her desk and then he says uh you'd like to go to rex's bar with me and uh, she, she goes is this uh she goes have a drink with you and she goes uh that's the first time you've ever asked uh he goes is that a problem she goes, not for me she goes but just take this uh and I didn't know if this whole exchange was a device to give him, like, he gets a squirt a squirt uh, toy. And there's sultry music, music playing as they leave together. And she says, you're going to need that to squirt some people with water. And then we cut to a commercial as they head out together. Uh, then Picard and uh, Madeline go into uh, Sawdust Cover Bar, Rex's Bar. And, uh, Picard, uh, breaks every rule of the prime directive at this bar, which is strange. Uh, and there's a lot of comedy. He, he closes the door behind him. I guess, uh, bartender's like, uh, really old school. For some reason, his secretary's already there. And they say, Hey, what do you say? Do you see in this paper? Uh, Germany's, you know, he goes, this is a WW2 or whatever. And Picard just breaks through he goes, uh because his secretary's like, Well we don't you know, we need to stay out of it. Uh and Picard goes, Oh, it great goes, it really ends up great for the USA and this, uh, so they should. The dominant world power and catalyst of technological treatment. He's totally into the um what is that thing called? The frickin' uh the thing with the military industrial complex. Uh, and the guy goes, What are you uh into the military industrial complex and Picard goes a bit uh and he goes late he goes what are you drinking? And Picard goes, Scott Nietzsche and then he takes a cigarette, uh a little bit of comedy. I think he put it in it was filterless uh and he's kind of like uh he has a little comedy with uh he's trying to smoke it uh, though not too much uh and Picard hasn't paid for his drinks in a while. The guy's like, what the heck, dude? Are you ever going to pay for a drink? And Picard goes, oh, yeah, I didn't have any, uh, he goes, I don't carry any money with me. first, he doesn't even know what to I means because the guy does scratch, the scratch motion, uh, and he goes, yeah, I got to write a note to myself uh, to bring some money. And the guy goes, you yeah, really, really got to pay me. Come on, uh. And Picard goes, is that why you wanted to see me? And he goes, no, Jimmy Cuzo is coming by. And they, like, uh, and Madeline goes, yeah, that's, he wants to be squirted. And Picard goes, oh yeah, the parrot's claw, that book, uh, and uh, Marty O'Farrin, they talk about, let's see, breaks every rule, prime directive, uh, bartender has suspenders, uh, Picard has to take a drink on the something on the bartender. Scratch, scratch, give me the money. Picard uh, uh taps the bar. He goes, Oh, money, money. And the bartender says, If you deal with that, uh, well we'll get we'll get rid of your bar bill. Uh I'd like to have a plan. Picard goes, huh. Then Pulaski calls the bridge. She says, uh, transfer's completed. Antidian's in sick bay. Riker says, Okay, got it uh and he's with Troy on the bridge. Then the mother walks in. She's in her um, kind of her Christmas gown. And uh, Troy goes, what are you doing on here? She goes, he took the turbo tube. Uh, I got to deal with some stuff. Uh, where's the captain? And Vicar goes, he's busy. And she goes, well, I don't care. I have other interests as well. And Troy brains her. She goes, you're scheming, mother. Don't try to fool me. And mother goes, you're always dramatic, little one. I'm not scheming, I'm deciding. Then she checks out Riker, who kind of looks at her. Yeah, this is like emotional. Troy goes, Please, mother, not him. And she goes, Why not him? And she, Troy is kind of like, uh, like, kind of just, uh, like, uh, has to kind of, uh, she can't stand up to her mom, I guess, totally. She tries, but her mother shuts her down. Uh, then they like, Antedians are coming out of, uh, they're going to be out in a m- matter of hours. Uh, and Riker goes, I got to let the captain know. Excuse me. And she goes, are you going to see the captain? And Riker goes, yeah, it's ship's business, though. I won't be disturbing him. And Lakshmana goes, well, it's excellent timing. You got to let him know about us. Uh, and Riker goes, us? And she goes, yeah. She goes, hey, everybody, uh, by the way. Uh, she goes, who are you again? He goes, William. She goes, everyone's invited uh, to our, uh, when we get to Pacifica. And Troy goes, no. She goes, on the shores of the Western Sea, she goes, a traditional Zoid ceremony. Commander Riker and I are going to get married. Uh, Riker's kind of arms stiffly at the side. He looks around. Uh, everyone's kind of shocked. Wes even mouths married. It's kind of weird how everybody just enables her. He even, like, laughs. So Troy's really, uh, Counselor Troy's really shocked and hurt, uh, So much so, they have to cut to a commercial. They do almost a double zoom on her. Riker kind of has a grin, but like oh boy, uh oh grin. Then they come back from the ad. Miss Troy's holding on to Riker's arm, doing like baby talk to him. And she goes storming past, and Riker grabs her. And she goes, What are you doing? Why are you stopping me? He goes, Let's have the captain deal with this. Uh, and Data goes, Are you going to the holodeck? Uh, and they go, Yeah, do you want to come? He goes, Totally, man. He goes, Can you wait till I want to change first? And Data has this kid like look on. It was funny. Uh then point in commander. Uh give me a second. And then the shot of the enterprise. Picard's then they go back to the bar, Picard, The bar. Picard's in deep conversation at the bar with his secretary and the bartender. Someone hits a door, and the door opens. Everyone's worried, but it's uh, Data in a suit. uh said, so I'm jumpy as hair, out, like uh, Lopinski or something. Riker's dressed normally. He goes, uh, hey, Captain. He goes, call me dicks. He goes, our passengers have waken. And Ricard goes, I can't. I got to go. And they say, well, no, no, you're supposed to help Rex. uh Come on. And Baccar goes, no, 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 I got to go. And then the bartender says, please, please, have your friends stay. Riker goes, we could hang. And Data goes, we can hang. So Bacardi says, these are my uh, associates, Nails from Chicago. And uh, he goes, who are you again, Data? He goes, Carlos from South America. And he goes, this is Rex. And he goes, this is like a meta in the beta. He goes, to Rex, I don't think I caught your last name. Rex goes, I don't think I have one. Uh and Rick goes, goes, Why else are you here? He goes, Well, there's a beautiful woman who wants to marry me. And uh don't think and the bartender goes, Sounds sounds great. Uh then we see Laxwana getting in a very nice purple like uh, ball gown or uh there's a r- lot of ruffles, uh and her and her thing. She goes. She goes. Where's Commander Riker? She goes to computer on the bridge. They go negative. Hall deck three. And uh, she says, "Just follow the lights." That's one of my favorite things of like uh, how the lights on the like can help guide you places. Uh, new purple. Oh, new purple. Thirty-eight eleven ruffles and then uh the computer sounded but she was also the voice of the computer that was another thing i learned uh then they were on the bar rex is like holy cow that's the rich lady he goes i got a best seat for you uh young lady and picard tries to hide by looking away at the bar like it totally like a move i would make and she's like i can't believe this bar- part of the ship's so dirty And then Riker, she, she, Riker's trying to brush off. She goes, what do you think I was born last week? I know you're hiding from me too. Uh, And then Rex tries to cheer her up. He goes, why are you so, uh, he goes, why would you want a guy like that? He goes, you're too good for him. And she goes, you're a really interesting person. And he goes, you're not so bad yourself. Uh, he goes, you're the most class has ever been in here. And she he goes, I got some French stuff for you. Uh. And Laxwana goes, he, she goes, he's remarkable. I've never met anyone like him. And Picard goes, I don't suppose. She goes, he's strong. And there's no thoughts at all coming off him. So they don't, they're kind of playing with her. And she goes, he's keeping all his feelings hidden. And Picard then tries to explain it. uh, But she says, no man has ever been such a mystery to me. She goes, I usually know their thoughts before they do. She goes, it's quite a a pitter-pattering to me. And even Rex is into it, of course. And she goes, let's sit alone. Carry my beverage to that table, she says. She goes, we got some things to talk about. Uh, So she falls for Rex amaze. Picard tries to tell her she's smitten. Carry my beverage. Uh, She's very demure. Rex winks or something. He sits with her. Riker rolls up on Picard. He goes, should we tell her? And he sighs, uh, and he goes, It would o- only be four. And I think it cut, he goes, I think it would only be fair. Anyway, he goes, Let's allow her a minute uh, to enjoy it. And the, the dude, like her butler's leaning up against the jukebox. And we go to a sick bay, and the vermilions or whatever are very hungry. And so then they get to eat uh, from their like keggerator or whatever. And Pulaski says, the passengers are up. Uh, you better get out here. And Ricker says, yeah, we better get to the uh, b- b- bridge, dude. And they're pretty happy. Pulaski's pretty happy that they're hungry. She goes, do you want to go to your rooms? And they just want to eat from their bowl. And uh, yeah, they are a little sleeve stacky. 42.25. Uh, Oh, Picard tries to get Miss Troy. He goes, "Are you coming with us?" She goes, "Not just yet. I'm going to hang with Rex." Uh, she goes, "Tell William I'm sorry, uh, but Rex and I are getting married." And uh, uh, Picard goes, "I have to dri- deliver to the conference on time, and that's what I intend to do." And she goes, "Pity, D- duty calls, darling." And she goes, "I'll be back for you later." And Rex seems pretty. Ch- and then Picard goes, "Miss Troy, I, I wanted to tell you about Rex." Uh, the poor secretary's just standing there, too. Uh, let's see. Oh, Enterprise 4235. The White Locks and Troy and the thing. Troy almost trips when she's getting off the thing. And her mom's not happy. Uh, uh, and the dude is carrying her thing. And they get on the bridge. She goes, what are these weirdos doing still here? And they go, we're going to the same conference. We have to send you together. And she goes, those aren't delegates, dude. They're uh, undercover officers. And they go, what? And then they try to deny it. And she goes, "They can read your minds. Uh, she goes, they're undercover. They're trouble. They're going to ruin the conference, uh, which you couldn't tell. But it, luckily, you have me. And they go, you didn't even scan them for that stuff. And then Data goes, oh, yeah, you're right. They have Ultiminium or something. They were going to ruin the conference. so." Ricardo says, take him to level five wharf. He goes, All right, let's do it. And Troy looked across at some point on the lift. Uh the fish people weren't happy about that, obviously. She hugs her mother goodbye. And they get on the bridge. She's like, Well, I didn't find a like a thing, but I did save the conference, and well's your reputation's on this ship, all day's work. Uh Garrett says, Goodbye, Mrs. Troy. Thank you. They should be thanking her. And Troy kind of waves to her mother, who blows her a kiss. Uh, and Ricard says, Send him out, Chief O'Brien. And then Troy takes a dig, big, big, big uh, deep breath. As, uh, her mom says, Oh, Sean, Luke, uh, how could you think that? Riker just, just keeps laughing. And Troy kind of looks still embarrassed. And the episode comes to a close. So that was a nice little episode to come back to. Like,. Uh, like pretty silly and a little bit like, uh, definitely one of the more sillier ones. And I kind of felt for Lachawanna, Lachawanna. Uh, but it was like, uh, yeah it was an interesting little episode with, uh, crossover of a few, few different things. And I thought it was really cute, uh, how Troy, like it, it, like it made me more, it gave me like good feelings for Troy. Like when she was having to deal with her mother, uh, maybe created some empathy or some compassion or something all right so good night